Kathy Motlasana on SAFM. To wrap up the show today, we're going to have a discussion on tokenized celebrations of black womanist leaders. Joining us is Numbulelo Shange, who is a lecturer in the Department of Sociology at the University of the Free State. Uh, Ms. Shange, good morning. Numbulelo, can you hear me? Yes. Oh, there we Hello. go. Um, I was saying good morning and thank you for having me on your show. Sure, it's a pleasure to have you on. It looks like uh, the, there was a bit of a delay when we started, but uh, we're all set to go now. It's an interesting piece that you have penned together, right? Because it takes place at a time where the world is talking about Kamala mm. Harris, who is the vice president-elect in the United States, and also the recent appointment of Professor Buleng Lengabula at UNISA. And I'm also just going to throw in there Tsakani uh, Maluleke of the Auditor General. All of them incredible powerful women and you know their appointments have been well received but you are having a, a look at all of these celebration and questioning and saying well are we actually celebrating these women for the right reasons? Um, yes so there's, there's two sides to the tokenized celebration right? So as black women, when when we do that, it often comes from a, a good place. We're celebrating the person. We're seeing ourselves in the person and in the victory as well. It almost also motivates us in our own respective fields to push and to work harder. Um, but on the, on the flip side, especially when you look at it institutionally and how um, women who have accomplished a lot of strides in predominantly patriarchal and predominantly Western spaces, that tokenism can have a negative side, particularly in that space, where the person starts being viewed or perceived as someone who wasn't qualified for the job, who only got the job because it's 2020 and everyone is talking transformation, who only got the job because of the color of their skin or because of their gender or because of other identifying um, characteristics that marginal groups have. So I think it's important for us to, on top of celebrating the fact that it's the first black woman or the first black or the first LGBT um, plus member, um, that we also celebrate all the strides and all the things that they've gone through to actually put them in that position of power because it, it wouldn't have been an easy journey for them mm. considering all of these other, I don't want to call them drawbacks, but that's what society treats them like. Um, so considering the fact that it's so difficult for black people to operate in professional spaces, we need to celebrate the fact that they were able to navigate the politics and still be successful in their careers. It's such an important point that you're raising because on the one hand, of course, um, there's the, you know, what you're saying, how we celebrate and the generalization around that, that can often take away from what it has taken for one to reach that accomplishment. And yet we know that on an individual level, black women, and I'll say women in general, but even black women feel that they have to work three times harder in order to be able to occupy the same positions that men do. And so it's almost when you flip it around and you look at it that way, there's so much effort that often is put in that is not really acknowledged. Yeah, but the, 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 and that's true. But and, and that's exactly why we also have to be intentional in in celebrating that it's the first black woman, but then moving beyond that. 
um, because, again, the, the contribution is always seen as you're there just for transformation purposes or for triple BE purposes. But the reality is often that um, you work a lot harder than your male or white um, counterparts. So that has to be celebrated in very similar ways to how we celebrate when um, uh, a, 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 a white male CEO is, has been announced and, and a, a prominent organization or company. You know, often when those announcements happen, all of the accolades are sort of recorded or read out or written, and we know that this person has this long and deep history and this wealth of knowledge. But then when we report on similar victories for black women, it's just, yay, the first black woman, and then it kind of ends there, and that's not enough. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more with you. You also, of course, touch on the issue of representation and why representation is so important. Yeah, so it's so it's 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 the it's the double-edged sort of sword. So on one level, you want to um, represent what the person has gone through, but you do also still want to highlight that. Um, this is a black female in the space, and so this is this is an incredible thing that they've done um, to inspire and motivate um, other young people and also other marginal groups who don't see themselves in the mainstream, who feel like the mainstream often um, isolates them or rejects them. So that's also very important for um, young black girls to see themselves as people who can also achieve these things, who can become a vice president or even a president one day, who can become um, a vice chancellor and all these various things. Because often young black girls are taught that um, through the history of like systemic racism um, and even the current patriarchal systems that um, dictate how a society functions, often young black girls are taught that their spaces are in certain areas, your space is in the home, your space is in only certain careers that um, are not ones that allow for you to lead, are not ones that allow for you to make meaningful change in your society. So the representation is very important, but even with the representation, we also have to be honest with young black girls to say, um, yes, you can achieve this as a young black woman, but it also means that it's going to come with a lot of fight, a lot of hard work. Um, and a lot of failure as well and learning from the failure and realizing that what's more important than the failure is to get back up mm. and to carry on working. So yeah. it, even for representation, it's important to highlight that these are black women who are taking up space, but also that these black women didn't just get there easily. And and of course, there are inherent biases sometimes when people look at how um women and black women are fulfilling their roles in certain capacities. And they're those who make the argument, especially um, women that have been part of corporate uh, spaces and, 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 and and the private sector, who say, you know, we're not measured with the same uh, bar once we are elevated to some of these positions. Yeah, and, and we're not. Often there's um, more expectations for black women in, in the space. Um, like, again, you, you, you have to prove yourself. You have to work three times harder just to get to the position and to the level. And even once you're there, 
suddenly um, the goalpost gets shifted and it gets elevated higher. And often the difficulty is is not even that the goalpost gets shifted because I think a lot of the times many of us are used to that kind of hard work. Mm -hmm. But it's also battling the politics whilst you're there, um, trying to prove yourself because because you've been come up in the different levels of the organization in these highly tokenized ways and because no one's really ever celebrated your accomplishments there's this um misconception that you got there just because you're black and Mm -hmm. then the politics becomes introduced into that space as well and so sometimes when you fail in the role or when you don't adequately perform it reinforces that notion that you see um, this person was never qualified for this. Mm. And we, we negate the fact that um, the politics of being black and being a black woman in leadership means that often even your um, subordinates will undermine you. Um, those who are above you and the way that the system is structured will make it difficult for you to even um, do some of the basic things that are part of your job. And so when you're not able to achieve or when you're not able to achieve the higher um, bar that's been set for you, it's seen as a failure, but we don't see all of the struggle. And I think that's another reason why we mm. need to move away from the tokenized celebration. Uh, Nombulelo, there are many people who might be listening, uh, who will be asking themselves, why are we even having this conversation? Because they simply don't understand or refuse Mm. to see the perspective from which especially black women would be coming from when it does come to accessing positions of power and of of influence yeah i mean so this this conversation is important because yeah we have a 300 year long history of and i mean probably even longer if you count patriarchy of oppression and suppression and not being allowed to access different spaces and often suffering and being the victims of of systems that fail. Um, Often we're the ones that bear the biggest brunt of that. Um, So I think it's important to have these conversations because we often find in systems and in organizations and spaces that are organized or that are led by uh, womanist leaders that, um, are are willing and wanting to transform the space, that's usually where we we see real change starting to take place, where we see other marginal groups who at times might even be forgotten in the conversation or left out in conversation. Um, People like disabled people, people like sometimes LGBT communities. Um, When when we start seeing the the opening up of spaces in, in, in in the sense of black people coming into leadership, uh, women coming into leadership, and women who have those ideals in mind, um, we start to see the real transformation happen. We start to see the real transformation evolve. So I think it's important for representation. It's important for social justice. um, And it's just important for the overall growth and development of different institutions and the Mm. country as a whole. Mm. And of course, you know, it it comes back to the saying, right, that when you fight for women equality, you're fighting Mm. for the equality of all of society. Yeah, Mm. Um, you you are effectively taking every single minority with you as part of that struggle. Yes, and I I think that's 
um, that's what I've I've witnessed and and loved about um, Prof. Belang's journey as well in like just tracking her work mm. and tracking how um, she does things. She is so intentional, not just in her writing, because I think often as times with academics, it's very easy to write about social justice and to say. Let's open up space for everyone. But mm. the the practicality of doing it is that it, it's often very hard. It's very exhausting. Um, sometimes the space doesn't allow you, even when you do have some level of power, the systems are so, you know, against that kind of transformation. Mm. Um, but she is so intentional about ensuring that she opens the door for, for everyone, especially marginalized groups. Um, and yeah, I think I think that's important because black women, particularly, um, they they do they when when we enter into spaces, we are not just often we're not just thinking about ourselves. Um, we're, we're thinking about our community and how we can uplift our community and how we can shift and change that space. Yeah. Um, it becomes more than just a career goal. Ah, Nombulela Shange, let me thank you so much for your time. She is with the University of the Free State. And it's also where we wrap it up for today. It's just gone 12 o'clock. Sakina Kamwendo is up next with the update at noon. Sakina, good afternoon.